Welcome to the Daily Grind Podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Colin Morgan. Listen, are you tired of not living a fulfilling life? Do you believe you deserve more? Do you want more? Is it finally your time? If yes, then stick around. I welcome you to the Daily Grind. Happy Monday and welcome back to the show. Hope everyone had an amazing weekend. Super excited for today's episode, uh, episode 466. We are hearing from the amazing Nancy Soleri. Nancy is an authentic, passionate, and successful example of how you can live the life you want with an empowered and positive mindset regardless of the challenges you face. Her company, Living Full Out, is a way of viewing it your world, your circumstances, your goals, and your life story as a springboard to success. Today on the show, Nancy is going to share her incredible journey um, from her actually becoming blind at a young age to being able to take her past and her pain and use it for something good in the world and to help everyone else there live full out. So as always, everyone, be sure you have your pen. Be sure you have your piece of paper. Sit back and really dive deep in today's interview with the amazing Nancy Soleri. Enjoy. Just before we jump into today's podcast, today's podcast is brought to you by the Habitual Society. If you want to join a group of like-minded people who share the same vision for what you want in life, that help you in achieving your goals by holding you accountable for what you say, following through with those promises that you're making to yourselves and ultimately getting more in life. There is no easier way. All you have to do, everyone, is go to Daily Grind Podcast forward slash call. Dailygrindpodcast.com forward slash call. Book a call directly with me. I vet every single person in this group. So unfortunately, if you are not a fit, we cannot have you, but it's a limited time offer. Give me a call, book it, I look forward to speaking with you, and I look forward to having you in the Habitual Society. Well, Nancy Soleri, welcome to The Daily Grind. How are you? I am so happy to be here. Thank you. Of course. Well, uh, Nancy, for people being first introduced to you and, and who you are, if you wouldn't mind just kind of briefly sharing a little bit more about who Nancy is and what it is that you do. Yeah, thank you. Um, well, who is Nancy? <laughs> well, I feel like I've had nine lives, but... Um, 
you know, like so many of us, I've overcome, you know, different hardships. I'm, I'm actually legally blind due to an eye condition called retinitis pigmentosa and was diagnosed with that at 16. So it's, it's jumped so much so that I can't really see faces anymore or anything like that, color blindness, that kind of thing. Um, I've also gone through, you know, domestic violence and, you know, gosh, uh, infidelity, infertility, um, mm -hmm. So many different things, financial crises, and I and I just share that with your audience because you know life life is meant to be lived, but boy, sometimes we really have to muster the tenacity and empathy and you know the the feeling you know secure with ourselves inside that we can get through it. And so I created a company called Living Full Out in two thousand eight. Uh, to help people do just that, help to connect the dots between this is where I am and this is where I want to be and how do I get there? And so that's what we focus on, helping people live full out. Wow. And were you were you born blind or did this happen later later on in life? Well, I was diagnosed at 16. And the interesting thing wow. is I older sisters that have it as well. We all three have retinitis pigmentosa, but no one in my family outside of us have had it. My parents didn't have it. And, um, you know, it's, it's tricky in the sense that, you know, I miss driving, you know, I had to stop driving at 22. I, I miss being able to look at a piece of paper and read it. Cause if I look at a piece of paper, it's just white. Um, but there is some freedom around it because I don't see homeless. I don't see black or white. I don't see, you know, I don't see the physical person. So like when I meet people, I shake their hand, I give them a hug and I kind of put in my mind what I think they look like based yeah. upon their personality, their vibe. So in some ways it's, it's been more freeing to have lost the eyesight. That's such an interesting way to say, cause yeah, you're right. There's so many, like, even with, you know, everyone, you know, we place so many, uh, we judge people based on how they look right off the bat. Right. And for you, that's not the case. Yeah. And, and again, I didn't realize how lucky I was going to be, especially with social media, because I don't feel that competition mm. to keep up with the Joneses because I can't see what they're doing anyway. Right. So it's good. So how long did it take you to, to become, uh, what am I looking for the word here? to become okay with, you know, obviously you lost your, your, your sight and you weren't able to drive at 22. Was there a period of time where you were really struggling with that? I think the struggles really came up during life events, mm -hmm. meaning that, uh, career wise, right. When I graduated from the university of Oregon, I wanted to be Oprah Winfrey, right? Well, you know, today, ironically, I do host my own radio show, but you know, that there's a lot of time there between you know, 21 and I'm in, I'm 43 today. Right. And, yep. and I it was tricky because I so wanted to be in that industry, but it became hard to read the teleprompter. Um, I actually dabbled in the music industry and I love singing, but then that was hard because, you know, I almost fell off stage one time because I couldn't see the edge of the stage. Um, and then I was in real estate and I was really good at it. I was a top producing realtor, but then, like I said, at 22, I had to give up driving and it's hard to be a, a realtor when you For can't sure. take your homes. Right. And so I would say that, you know, career wise, you know, I had to really find my path. Ironically today to be a radio host, to be 
a life coach. I don't need my eyes. I, I finally found my home in, in just relying on my listening and my ability to give advice. And then the only other thing I'll say that was tricky too was relationships because I think sometimes in life we wear a label, like we think that people see the big D for divorce or the big B for blind, right? Mm-hmm. And we get worried that people won't want us. Like who wants the blind girl? Who, you know, you know, people are going to judge me because I've never, you know, somebody might have too many kids or whatever. And so that again was something where I had to find my confidence inside where actually today the the men that I go out with, I'm like, okay, this is a bonus because you get to pre-board with me on airlines and uh, <laughs> we have a handicap placard so we can park right up front, right? I mean, it's yeah. not a perfect science, but, um, you know, to me, there's no gray hairs, there's no wrinkles. So, um, you know, there are some positives. Yeah, that's really interesting. I mean, so with what you're doing with Living Full Out, uh, you started that in what year again? Uh, 2008. In 2008, what was the driving you know, factor behind that? Had you been thinking about starting this for, for years before or did you just decide you know, one day this is it? Great question. Um, at the time, I was selling real estate and it was a little bit of like a perfect storm because I was selling real estate and I was no longer driving, but I tried to be creative by having my assistant drive or, you know, I would take two to 12 buses in a day showing up to show a property. This was before the Uber and Lyft days. Um, I also at the time had a gentleman I was dating who was battling his own uh, hardship with depression. And I was just trying to understand my eyesight and where it was going. And he was trying to understand his depression and where it was going. And I just remember one day sitting on the porch at the house we lived at thinking, I am not the only one. I mean, I would see people almost divorce over color of walls and hardwood floors or repair, right? Or I would see people constantly feel like they got 80% to where they wanted to be in life, but for some reason couldn't get all the way to 100%. And so then I, I took some time, I studied, I took courses, I got my certificate uh, for coaching, um, went through everything that I needed to do to build a solid business. And that's when Living Full Out was born. So you start Living Full Out based on, you know, all these realizations that you have and you study, how long did it take you for, for the business to really get going in your eyes? Cause I know when you're starting a business, you know, regardless of who you are, things take time. How, how long was that process for you? You know, we layered living full out. We kind of built it over time. I mean, I think the first year is always a learning experience. The first mm-hmm. six months of the year, you know, it's, delegating, finding the right team members, budgeting. But we started with uh, coaching first, and then we added the speaking element. And then in 2010, uh, KFWB came knocking on our door and we started the radio show. And so it kind of flourished from there. What I can tell you is that really the best things in life take time, right? Even Mm -hmm. a relationship takes time. And so what we discovered over the years, and now we've been doing this for over a decade, is, um, you know, we try to deliver content in various ways because everybody learns differently. So we have to pump out auditorial content as well as written content. You know, somebody needs the one-on-one versus other people like a, a group atmosphere, like an audience. So it's just finding that variety. 
Interesting. So with life coaching, like who would you typically work with? Well, we do, I specifically also do um, both life coaching and business coaching. So for example, on the life side, you know, we might have people that have a real difficult time with procrastination or they have certain things that have happened in their past and they're trying to flourish in terms of dating or their career, but they're trying to figure out what are the steps to do so. Or we might have somebody in our in business who is very type A, who has a really hard time giving over responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they've watched Shark Tank night after night after night, and yet they stew on it and they don't take action. We help them to take action. And it, it's, it's just really fascinating to see where people get blocked and where they flourish and where they have these ahas. So I'm so proud to stand beside my clients and, and help them, you know, realize their dreams. Are there, you do you find that there are some commonalities between, you know, a lot of the people you're working with, like certain maybe belief systems or certain ways of thinking or certain habits that they have, which hold them back from taking action and really kind of living full out, so to speak? Well, I think as a society, we're driven to succeed. We're driven to go, 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 Uh, keep up with the Joneses, right? Mm -hmm. And I think what a lot of people forget is to have fun. So many people are busy checking those boxes, living up to other people's expectations, their own expectations, that they forget to pick up their guitar and practice every now and then they forget to go to karaoke and sing because they love it. They, you know, they forget that, you know, you don't have to just see a friend face to face to connect with them. Just pick up the phone, right? We think that we have to go full throttle all the time and you don't. And, you know, as the leader of living full out, and I really encourage everybody listening, you can do this within your own family at the dinner table or do this at your next, you know, office meeting. But at Living Full Out, we ask a lot of life questions. You know, if you had a superpower, what would it be? Or, you know, what is your most measurable goal that you'd like to achieve in the first quarter? And I think that sometimes we need to be able to talk. We need others to hear us and and just have that moment to express. What is living full out to you? What does that mean? Living full out to me is having balance in life. Um, and I'm going to raise my hand because I haven't been the super best at it because obviously <laughs> living full out took a lot to create, especially being visually impaired for most of it. A lot of things took so much longer for me than if I had eyesight to comprehend, to take in, to review. But what I would say is consider life like a pie. If you took a whole pie, let's say a blueberry pie, yum, 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 right? Mm -hmm. You would slice it into equal slices. And I think a lot of times we don't do that. We have one gigantic slice, which is career or one lopsided slice, which is family. And then we, we don't, we don't equalize it and we don't take the time to do so. So finding that balance of what is what it means to live full out. And also, and I say this next thought, not in a morbid way, but you want to look down at the end of your life and you want to say, what do I want to be most known for? You know, what do I want my celebration of life to be about? 
And I think if you think about the end game in terms of who you want to be as a person, then you can kind of fill in those blanks along the way. Interesting. With balance, do you find that there's any benefit? Like say someone has this grandiose vision for what they want. And, you know, a part of that is, you know, for the next few years, they got to put their head down and work to, to make the amount of money so that they can live that way. Do you see benefit in, although you're ultimately trying to work towards balance, there are certain moments in time where you have to out certain things in your life and really solely focus on one thing in order to obtain that balance? Great question. So we talked about the pie analogy, mm-hmm. but let's say, cause I guess there's that old saying, right? If everything was easy, everyone would be doing it. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Consider the fact, let's just say a career, let's say somebody was trying to be a, a doctor of a certain kind, or they were trying to create a business of a certain kind. You are going to have to dedicate, you know, countless hours in terms of education or building that business. But within that amount of time, you need to find balance, balance to work out, balance to eat, balance to study, balance to take continuing education classes. So the balance just gets more niche to niche, depending on what you're trying to achieve. Yeah, that makes a bunch of sense. And I think, you know, you mentioned it too. It, a lot comes from the social pressures, right? Because you see other people with certain things and we idolize certain people with certain amounts of money. And in a funny way, we almost place ourselves on this scorecard where, you know, people are above us and people are below us. And that scorecard and us idolizing people really hinders our ability to find that balance because we're always wanting more, 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 more as fast as we can. Absolutely. You know, one of the biggest ahas I had was remember back at the beginning of this interview, I, I said that I wanted to be a host like Oprah, right? But what I realized over time, and this can be applicable to wherever anybody is in their career endeavors or life, what I realized is it wasn't about being another Oprah. I had to figure out who was Nancy. What made me special, unique, different as a business owner, as a coach, as a life partner for people that I'm, I'm, you know, dating or in my terms of my friendships, right? So I think it's about figuring out, you know, who are we at the core? What makes us special, unique, and different? Yeah. You know, in a funny way, even for me recently, I found that, you know, when you follow certain people and, you know, you listen to podcasts or you, you read books or listen to audiobooks a lot of times when you do that so much, you start to forget kind of who you are. You almost become the people that you're listening to. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Whereas, whereas recently I felt like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to stop doing that. I felt like I've done enough of that. I'm going to stop doing that. And then through that process, you start to find your own voice again. Yes. And, and I, I'm so glad you mentioned that because sometimes people get really, really deep into self-help and motivation. Mm-hmm. They might listen to one person all the time, could be a spiritual leader, could be an entertainer, but you're right. You start to take on their mannerisms and the way that they think. And so it's really important to diversify. And I kind of like to play a game with myself. I, I like to ask Siri on my iPhone, if I'm going through something that day, I'll say, Siri, 
find videos on delegation on YouTube or Siri, <laughs> find videos about, you know, how to show empathy to a friend on YouTube. And it's almost like a random selection of what I get. And I meet all these great people in terms of learning about their style uh, that I, I wouldn't have done if I just had one person that I followed. Yeah, it's so interesting. How, how many people do you have on your team? Really varies in the sense that there's so many aspects of our company. Some people are full time, and others are are contribute. Whether it be the radio show or the yeah, of course, event, you know, um, it can really vary. Somewhere around twenty to twenty to I would say twenty five on average. Well, that's a, do you did you ever go through a process of you know yourself, or you found it very difficult to delegate and and become be the boss, so to speak? You know, again, I'm going to chalk this up to the blessing of my vision loss because, <laughs> um, well, I may be a creative thinker and a business minded in, in my actual brain. Uh, with my eyes not working, my team has been my eyes. You know, they they are the researchers. They are the technical side. In some cases, my team are some of the writers. And so, you know, in that way, my vision loss allowed me to step into being a good delegator because it's kind of out of necessity, right? No doubt. Yeah. The best things are created out of necessity. Yeah. That's so interesting how you rely. Is there a process you go through where you kind of like explain how you want things to look and feel and then they kind of put it together or do you just leave it up to them? Oh, no. No, no, no. I'm very involved. And, mm -hmm. and uh, even when it comes to, you know, social media, I know exactly how all these things work. And I can pretty much visualize what I think they look like. But I've never seen Facebook, but I know how it functions. And I yeah. have a good feel what it looks like. I mean, people will tell me, okay, in the top right hand corner, there's a button called blah, 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 right? <laughs> yeah. So, um, so but but at the same time, they're teaching me or explaining to me what something looks like. But the biggest gift for the other person is they're of service to me. I think sometimes, especially with the people I've coached, people long to have purpose in their life. They long to make a difference. And so making a difference doesn't have to be a career. It doesn't have to be that you birth a child. Making a difference can just be making someone else's life easier or educating someone on something that you know. That makes so much sense. Are there certain things you do every day, like whether they're habits or routines that you would sort of say that, you know, these are the reasons why I'm able to get stuff done and the business continues to grow? Are there consistencies within your life? Yeah, I'm big on a to-do list. I'll, I'll usually prep it the night before so I know kind of the direction of what I want to achieve to get done. I'm a big scheduler, not scheduling down to the minute, but I do have a good feel for in each hour of the day, what I want to get done. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that even starts as early as 4am to be honest. Now it's not like I'm working at 4am, but four to five might be my wakey, wakey, rub my eyes, <laughs> you know, have my have my juice, whatever. Yep. Um, and then I get a workout in and do certain things. That's like, that's my me time before the phones start ringing. 
right? And then as I navigate through the day, you know, I look at my deadlines, what needs to be done, CST time, Eastern time, Central time, Pacific time, you know, who needs to review content with me before it goes live. And so again, having that to-do list going into the day keeps me on track. And you better believe it, at the end of the night, I sit back, I have a glass of wine, I watch Shark Tank. sure. Watch The Bachelor, right? Just like everyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's about, you know what? I watched The Bachelor yesterday. I'm, I, I don't know how I feel about that, but I watched The Bachelor yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I, I watched it as well. And you know what? It's okay. It's, it's, uh, it, it's, it's, a, it, it's like having Cheetos for my brain. Right. There you go. Sometimes you need it to like, I actually find benefit and I don't always watch the bachelor, but sometimes I find benefit. And for me, it's sports. Like it's just a way to just unplug from everything. And it's like living through something else. And I, and I actually find real benefits. I think it, I've been the other way where I'm so involved and sleepless nights and you're sweating and you're worrying about everything that you have to do. And it, and oftentimes it can get overwhelming because you know, whether even if you don't have your own business, things are stressful. And then when you do have your own business, it sometimes just gets magnified. Yeah, it all comes back to achieving that balance, right? Yeah. And it's interesting. We had a team call today and we had one of those motivational questions that I gave my Instagram team. And one gal said, you know, I just want to do good at everything I do. I don't need it to be great. I don't need to be perfect. I just want to do good. And I thought that was so freeing because it is about just being good, knowing that you're enough. Yeah. And also too, like when you're doing things, what you think is good, someone else may think sucks and someone else may think it's amazing. So kind of like having those expectations on yourself is like you thinking that you know what other people are going to like. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder, right? 100%. (laughs) And that's what makes it so spicy and fun. Like we don't all have to like the same thing. <laughs> no doubt. So as we move into 2020 here, we're starting off. What's the big goal for this year? Do you, do you have something in place that you're looking? Are you, some, are you excited? Is there something uh, coming up that you're excited to talk about? Thank you. Yeah. You know, it's, this was an interesting shift this year because obviously my, there's no cure for my vision, right? At this point. And I can't feel like I'm getting blinder by the day if that's even possible. <laughs> but I think it's ironic that in life, perfect vision is 2020. And now we're going into the year of 2020. And it's interesting because I really feel like I've achieved the balance. I've achieved the self-esteem, the confidence, the being a planner, but also being fluid. And I'm just excited because I I really feel like the best version of who I am is, is here with me today. And if I were to, well, I don't want to die tomorrow, but if I were to (laughs) leave this planet tomorrow, at least I know that, you know what? I gave it my all. I was a good friend. I've, I've, I've lived full out and um, I didn't settle and I welcome butterflies. I welcome sweaty palms. I sometimes even a sleepless night is okay if it keeps us in integrity and accountable, right? And so my biggest desire for this year is to stay in that lane and just keep letting life be experienced. And that means even for me having balance, keep dedicating my time to living full out, but you know what, get back to practicing my guitar. And, you know, I, I do like singing and doing that and just finding that sprinkled energy. 
Yeah. Well, you know what? I praise you because, you know, with what you've been through, you're able to take that and fuel it into positivity. And I relate so much to to what you're doing and living full out and finding that balance. Cause I think so much of us are, are go, go, go. And you never know with life, you know, as we look at Australia and Australia is essentially on fire right now and lives changed in an instant and you never know what can happen to you. And you might as well live as you mentioned, you might as well live full out and, and be happy and obtain that balance because at the end of the day, that's really all that matters. Absolutely. And again, my heart goes out to everyone in Australia. And gosh, if it wasn't Australia, it would be Northern California, right? No, or, it no doubt. Hurricane, or it would be an earthquake. And, you know, the thing is, is because we're on borrowed time already, because there's no you know, we're, we're, it's not to say we're all going to live to be a hundred. It's not to say that the love of our life won't pass before we do and we'll be single again. It's not to say that all these things won't happen. That's why it's really important every day to just wake up and be able to look at yourself in the mirror or just be proud of who you are and what you've done. And just let it, let, let yourself be free to just bask in that. Rather than always feeling like you have to race to the finish line or follow a carrot, you know, no doubt. Well, uh, if people wanted to to reach out to you, Nancy, connect, learn more about who you are and what you do, where's the best place everyone can do that? Absolutely. Um, They can go to livingfullout.com. And when you go to livingfullout.com, it's really the home base for everything. Um, You can connect with us right from there on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, gosh, you name it, all of them. Um, that's also where you can listen to the, our radio show or check out our blog. And, and you know, you were so kind today to really touch a lot on balance, which is important to me. And I just want to offer to your audience that there is a free giveaway on our website. Awesome. It's 80 tips to bring balance into your life. And just grab that, you know, apply one or two things. And, and I'm pretty sure you'll find some relief from that stress from those sleepless nights. Amazing. Everyone that is living Be sure you check that out. Be sure you grab that free giveaway. What Nancy's doing is amazing. Nancy, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule and, and coming on the show here and sharing your wisdom with the audience today. Thank you so much for having me and have fun and live full out everyone. You got it. Everyone, hope you enjoyed today's episode. Be sure you hit that subscribe button. Share this out with a friend. Also, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Drop a comment. We'll be back with another episode. Until then, Colin Morgan signing off. And always remember to keep on grinding. Lower the lights down. Hand over my crown. Hand over my heart.